Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering big emotions. Oh, yeah. Sadie Hawkins gone sad. What? And the next stone in Pete Davidson's gauntlet. Oh, and this is episode 240. Let's go. <laughs> Man, we're so close to that 250. It's crazy. I know. I know. Um, well, V, uh, before we get talking Bachelor in Paradise this week, I need to know. I got to know. How are you doing? What's been going on in your life? Yeah, uh, this past week I went to um, the Hawks game with some some of my pals, uh, my my boys, if you will, uh, Alex Shroggy, Zach Sims, and some other folks. Um, and then uh, I got to see Knip, who was in town yeah. this weekend, because he was supposed to be in Disney. Because, but then with the you know tropical storm Nicole turned hurricane, I kind of just ruined that as well as like the fact they were supposed to go with uh, a couple of our other friends taylor marie and ray but taylor marie was in paris for work and it was a whole thing so instead he got to be here but because he got to be here he got to be fully included in what we got to do for you which was surprise you for your birthday yeah at Put shack over yeah, this that weekend was awesome. you know you guys really did surprise me it was it was so cool um because, you know, I had dinner before that at Del Bar, which was my favorite. Yes, and so then, um, you know, we were getting there, getting checked in. And then my friend Scott taps me on the shoulder. I'm like, Scott, what are you doing here? Scott, yeah. So, Scott, give give the audience, a, 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 you know, a frame of why Scott shouldn't be here. In yeah, Atlanta. I mean, he's just my, my high school buddy from upstate New York, you know. So, it's like, you know, I got a friend that lives here that's from high school. But, like, to see Scott, like, you know, it's like... I, I was really confused. I was like, dude, are we just at the same place right now? This can't be happening. Um, but it was happening. And um, he was there to surprise me for my B-Day along with a bunch of other people that I'm really happy um, I got to spend my B-Day with. Um, everyone was so nice and it was just a good time. Man, that putt shack is pretty fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. How did you do against, you know, the folks that you were playing with? I, I'm going to say I won. Okay. Did yeah. you though? I, I mean, I think so. <laughs> Are you just saying it? I'm gonna say I won. <laughs> um, but V, why don't we get into what we like to do around here? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's that time to talk about Bachelor in Paradise on our show. That's BIP. I said that backwards. YouTube, I'm going to need you to go ahead and subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelor content just like this. And if you just did, oh, huge shout out to you. <laughs> Ooh, wee, air horns for you. And actually, you know, I, I, I don't know why. I, oh, I do know why. It's been a long day for your boy. But, um, you know, I wanted to pull up some new names that we had in the comment crew. Of course, we got to shout out our comment crew, uh, Catherine Ann, Chelsea Allen, and Kathleen Kent, the OGs. They always there, you know. But um, 
we actually had some new people joining the community. So oh, shout out to yeah. shout out to people that are subscribing, you know, smashing that thumbs up button and hitting that notification bell for us um, because you guys really make a difference. And um, we had a lot of like good comments about like our comment crew starting a band together. So I think we should. Definitely I loved do that. that. And um, they also liked they liked my Nancy Drew comment. Oh, yeah. They want to be a part of the Nancy Drew crew. So um, we got some names in the mix. Um, but yeah, another shout out to the the homie Harry Letterman. Um, okay, that's also a great name. Who are these people? Harry Harry Letterman. I don't know, but I love our comment crew. So keep it coming. If you want a shout out, make sure you're leaving a shout out in um, in the comments below and let us know. You have to have a good name. Yeah, have a great name. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be wonderful. But um, V, why don't we get talking about Bachelor in Paradise season eight, week eight? What's going on? What's going on? Where do we start? We're back for two episodes this week. Uh, second to last week in paradise for us as viewers. Um, and we started off night one. Everybody is still reeling from Rodney leaving the beach. Um, everyone is still pretty upset. You know, I feel like the talk of Eliza at the beach is not super great, but most it's not as bad as it could be. I feel like people, they kind of try to tone down as, as much of a, a potential villain ed- edit as it could have given her. Um, and but it still felt like a little bit like they're putting like it all on her, which felt a little shitty to me. But um, but speaking of Eliza, we get to see her, you know, strutting down the streets of Baltimore, Maryland, looking like a hottie toddy and knocking on Justin's door for Justin to look like he saw a ghost. Yeah. I mean, do you think he was like told by producers that like he. Like that they were going to do like an interview with him because they obviously didn't tell him that she was showing up. Right. I I have no idea what they could have said or like if he was given any sort of forewarning about anybody coming, you know, with cameras. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they would just have to set that up. But yeah, I mean, to set something up. But I'm guessing, yeah, he was he was wanting to be picked, you know, first. He wanted to be chosen first and stuff, you know. Right. And I think he had so like I've read some stuff that he thought, you know, he didn't realize that like Eliza and Rodney like had as much time together as they had such formed as much of a connection as they had. He thought, you know, Eliza had just gotten onto the beach when he got there. So um, he kind of thought, you know, things were going to look a little different. Um, So he pretty much like let's like, you know, he's all like, sorry, you flew all the way here. Um, but, uh, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to just take you back now that you're ready for me. Now that you, you know, you realize that you made the wrong choice. Was that the final choice he made? Yeah, that was the final choice he made. Damn. And then she was, you know, crying out in the alleyway by his house and like, was like, you know, I didn't do this just for shits and giggles. Like I really meant it. Um, I just think that's a hard, there is no, Eliza wasn't going to win no matter how she sliced her situation, you know, like she wasn't nothing. It wasn't going to be good either way. She was going with what stuff was going. So it just kind of sucks for her. Yeah. For sure. It was just kind of worst case scenario for the girl. Um, well, uh, you know, who shows up at the beach now? We're getting some still new people coming down. I know we get a couple new people and we first get, um, Mara, like marinara, uh, that's her her go to. She's saucy. 
she's saucy and she's rolling in with the energy and the energy of the beach is low it's non-existent everybody's still in their pity party there's like a cloud over all of paradise uh everybody's still like feeling upset about rodney being gone and also it doesn't help that like everybody's pretty fucking coupled up Mm -hmm. um and so she goes in with her date card does her does as well as she can to to ask all the dudes out and you know Johnny turns her down Logan turns her down um I forget who else and then she talks with Justin who's the twin that's been with Flo the Australian one and Justin because he's brand new he's only been on a date he's just new he's having a good time he's a young buck he's 24 and she's also like she's like 33 so like the you know the slim pickings for these older I'm using quotes uh women on the beach because uh 34 32 33 are are not old uh 24 is young but they're young they're to all, me they're all young um so so you know she vibes with Justin Mira does and uh asks him on the date and he ends up going with her because why not I mean he's not really tied down to Florence like they haven't had they've been on one date whatever yeah, um, and Mara and him have a good date. Like they, he always gets the ones where he has to like throw a bunch of food on top of them. What I just think, I have to think that somebody in Bachelor production has like a f- food fetish. That's all I can think of because the amount of food related, like on Bachelor in Paradise dates that there are, feels. <laughs> feels a little kinky. I mean, I'm not here to yuck anybody's yum. I'm just saying. The frequency is is saying something to me. So uh, they do that. They have a good time. Whatever. Um, meanwhile, the entire time, Kate has been pretty much shit-talking Logan to people because she's still not really, like, fully feeling like he's stepping up to the plate. And, uh, you know. Logan's not having it. He's kind of like, what the hell are, is going on right now? Like Logan isn't having it and he like tr- they have like a hard feeling like a hard feelings conversation and he's not having it because he's like, you know, like I like does the, these things that I did to you to me coming down to you like on the beach and showing my love like showing that I cared about you this way. Did that mean nothing to you? Like wh- how am I supposed to because he's all like you're saying all that like that I need to step it up. How like what do I need to do? Like I feel like anything I do is just like, like step it up enough for you and she's all like don't put words in my mouth and i'm all like girl you literally just like you're making yourself look bad yeah like and she because she keeps being like i'm a wower i need to be wowed i'm like oh my god you're so high maintenance is what you are and like she's high maintenance and logan is like a bro he's like lowest frequency to me there's you either have to try to balance that out but they're not even – they're, like, on so far over on the scale that they don't even know. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I do think, like, she's kind of expecting stuff out of him and uh, he's just, like, wanting it to be chill. Like, I mean, he made – you know, he's making decisions. Another girl comes down on the beach, you know? Yeah. So before we get to that, but – um, so Flo pissed that – Justin didn't talk to her pretty much after her, like after his date, like the next morning, whatever, pretty much like muscles herself back in 
has him go and talk to Mara. Pretty she much. She was flipping. She was not having it. She was not having it. Flo was not smacked. having it. Like loud she, enough, I felt like everyone could hear. Like I was like, "Yo, dude, can you, Justin? Can you not hear her? Like Flo talking shit right now?" Oh yeah, like <laughs> she was like a like over across the like you know the deck, at talking about it, and then she pulls Justin aside and is all like, "Yo, me and you, dude," and he's all like, "Okay," because he's a little baby. He's a little baby boy, little baby boy. So he goes and talks to Mara and pretty much is all like, eh. he looked drunk when he was talking to Mara. Yeah, he's so, like, yeah, I think I just have a better connection. Yeah, with he was Flo. squinting with the one eye. You're doing it perfectly. Yeah. Like, I'm like, that's how you know you're a little drunk because you're trying to see like, mm, things are a little fuzzy. So maybe if I close one eye, it'll make it better. Yeah, because you don't want to be all cross-eyed. Like, you know. Yeah, so he's like, I have a better connection with Flo. Let's her down, goes back, and she's like, okay, whatever, fuck you too. Um, so that's, that's you know, Mira is just chilling like a villain on the beach now, like by herself. But anyways, there's more competition coming down for these ladies, or lack, maybe lack thereof, but for some more competition because NC and Lindsay from Clayton's season come on down, and they – you know, they have like a double date card. They have to try to figure out who to take on dates. And NC goes for Andrew. And, uh, you know, they are sort of on each other's list. They look and they, cute together. They look really cute together. They vibe. I feel like Andrew really hasn't had like a very tight connection with any person since Teddy, which we'll talk a little bit more about in a second. But like, so I, I, you know, I, I never thought that he was like super tight. Like we, we haven't seen a lot of like him and Jasenia being looked at as like, a I don't understand couple, either. Couple. Cause Jasenia is so beautiful. Dude. I love Jasenia. Yeah. I love Jasenia. Um, I pick her every time. Like if I was that. Oh, there. for sure. But Andrew decides to go on this date with NC and then we have Lindsay who comes down, asks a couple of the people. Um, and then the main person that she's vibing with and that she's interested in that also had her on his list is Logan. And because, you know, Logan, how commodity. Um, and He's a bachelor on paradise. Pretty much. Um, and so Logan, like they're vibing, like Logan's like ready to go on this date. And when she asks him, he says that he has to talk to Kate. And actually, Kate and Lindsay were pals when they were on Clayton's season. Like, they're pretty close. And so she he goes and talks to Kate. And, like, for some reason, that's still, like, not good enough for Kate. Like, I don't get it. Like, like somehow it isn't good. Like, she still, like, is, like, sort of pissed about him being all like, I'm not going to go on this date. That's why I'm asking you. That's why I'm, like, here talking to you to make sure that, like, you know, like, the exact thing that you did to me and whatever. But, like, I don't want to go on this date. Like, I want, you know, same, similar situation. And for some reason, when she's getting her own medicine back at her, she's pissed. And she, like, and he's saying, like, I feel like you're overly critical of me all the time. Like, I feel like you put me down. And she's all like, what do you mean? Meanwhile, she's literally been shit-talking him to the entire beach for the last, like, two, three days. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sister, sister, my well, sister in Christ, <laughs> you're a shit talker is what you are. Oh, That's man. what you are. You're a shit talker, um, 
Which, like, no hate, no shade. I can talk shit sometimes, but, like, own up to it. I don't yeah. know. So, Lindsay doesn't get the date. No, she doesn't get the date. He says no. So, then she just immediately goes home because, like, there's literally nobody else for her to be with. Mm-hmm. So, adios. And so, Enzi and Andrew go on the date, and they have a great time. They definitely connect. Their energies seem to be more similar from what we've seen because we haven't really seen that much action between Andrew and Jasenia, honestly. Um, their energies seem to be more similar. They seem to vibe. Um, and, you know, Andrew's coming back from it being all like, I'm kind of feeling NC a little bit more to Jasenia. So Jasenia's going home. Well, she doesn't know that yet, but she's, you know, she's feeling some kind of way. Well, so well, let's get uh, into night two. Night two starts where night one ends with Gabby and Rachel coming down to, you know, spill some tea, get some tea, say hi to their exes. Both of them are flashing their engagement rings and all the girls are screaming, screaming, excited. Meanwhile, the dudes from their season are like, oh, my God, mostly Logan, Johnny a little bit because Johnny literally got on that beach just mere weeks after getting off of the beach that where he got dumped by Gabby. Yeah, they so, definitely, I feel like, skip past this part really fast. But because they did that, like, they didn't have, I feel like, the best light on Gabby and, and Rachel. They were like, I didn't, I, I didn't like them on this episode. I wanted, I was, like, a little upset that they kind of made them look like mean girls. So they come, they talk to all the girls. And pretty much they give Tyler and Johnny the green light to both Victoria and... And Brittany, like, they only have great things to say about Tyler. And even, like, well, I'll say it in a second. But, like, they say nice things about Tyler and, like, whatever. And then they both are just, like, disapproving, mostly Rachel, disapproving of Logan. And so, like, they go and talk to Kate more. And it's pretty much, you know, they talk about, like, and you could tell they're, they're like, not again when the girls on the beach are telling them how, you know, Logan first dated Shanae and then he dated, uh, then he went on a date with Sarah and then he dated Kate and like, he's been on all these dates and Dude, you he know, hasn't done anything worse than anybody else on that. Beach. I'm not, I'm not saying he has, I'm just saying like, you know, from the perspective of, of, of Gabby and Rachel, they're like, Oh, so he hasn't changed because no, Rachel just looked butthurt. You know, yeah, what I'm saying? I think Gabby's Rachel was but her, and also the timing is like when this was happening was like probably right as then. I mean, right before she finds out that Tina was cheating on her. So, um, something to keep in mind. Um, but yeah, she definitely is. But Rachel is the butt hurt one because I think things are still for her fresh in her mind from her season, where you know he dumped her, like left her side to go to Gabby's side. Like Gabby is all like. Mm, didn't like what he did but like whatever like she's a little more nonchalant about it rachel's definitely butthurt and like you could tell like i didn't love how they then kind of came off as mean girls as being all like i mean you'll know what decision to make kate like that kind of situation which like honestly kate's already been being sort of a mean girl to logan just because like of how critical she's been of him so it's like i don't really know if this was the conversation that needed to be had you know, like uh, she's already had Logan on thin ice and like Loki threatening him at rose ceremonies. So whatever. Um, well, what's going on with Genevieve and Aaron this episode? 
they're just the drama king and drama queen that they are. They literally got into a fight about if itch, like an itch is the same thing as like pain or like a low level of pain. That is the fight they have to the point where Genevieve gets so pissed off that she like packs her. This is like her fucking go to. This is her card. She's like, let me pack my bags and stomp out of here. And then, of course, like Aaron is like talking to the boys being all like, I mean, she's wrong. She's wrong. And then like goes up and like they, you know, they fight it out, talk it out. And it's all good to go. Like, I just I can't I can't with them. And I just, you know, I feel like we're going to see some stuff revealed about their relationship at the after the after the beach after the final row situation oh, yeah. Um, um but yeah so then uh they got a date card out there and they end up giving it to Brittany and tyler yeah so they go they have like just a fun cute honestly it was a very boring because they're just super cute together they're falling in love honestly i love them together they've got cute round faces and they're both really hot and uh i have nothing else to say but i hope the west for them i hope nothing do you think they gets- make it I, I mean, I hope they make it to like dating afterwards. I don't I don't expect an engagement out of them, hmm. but I would hope like maybe they would try to date after the beach because they're just so cute. Yeah. So um, we have like a little uh, dance situation happen here next. So Becca and Thomas come onto the beach and, you know, show how they're, you know, they're bachelor nation royalty, whatever. And it's funny because like, Thomas, at this point, this was before Thomas then also proposed to Becca. So at this point, only Thomas has his ring. So like they're engaged. Um, And so he goes and like the boys all kind of like jump and scream around him like all the girls did around Gabby and Rachel. And I thought that was really funny. Um, But they present how they're going to throw the beach a Sadie's Hawkins dance because they're like in honor of like, you know, Becca asking me to you know get married or whatever and proposing to me we're gonna have a sadie's hawkins dance so like ask you know ladies it's your turn to ask and like so the girls all go around and they ask in their different ways um you know with like maybe some marachis or maybe some i don't know britney's way best and stuff signs and yeah i love the checklist that victoria did for johnny uh britney's way didn't like she just used like a funny little thing and scared him coming out of a ball pit i don't really know what the ball pit meant in the grand scheme of things serene had this huge sunday and said you know she wanted to be sweet and you know have time with uh brandon at the dance whatever they all ask each other out and then we've got jesenia and mara as our our lone our lone ladies, our lone ladies. And um, they're having a great time. But Jasenia kind of is, it's gnawing at her that, you know, she was like, I feel like I had a deeper connection with Andrew that maybe he didn't have with me. And I just like, she, I could tell she's like searching for the closure. So she pulls him aside because he's, you know, he's there with NC. And he pull, she, she pulls him to the side and like they get to talking because she's like trying to figure out if he really even ever had feelings for her or what his whole goal was. Cause she's like, I feel like, you know, you had a brief thing with Brittany. You had the thing with Teddy first, then you were with me. And then you just bounced right over to NC. And like, I feel like you're all over the place. I feel like, are you actually here for the right reasons? Like blah, blah, blah. And he, you know, 
admits to her how he still has feelings for Teddy. Uh And he's all like, I think that's why I've been as much all over the place as I have. And like, obviously didn't want to get you hurt in this or like whatever. And I really, I do want to like, they, they're trying to stay friends. Like they're trying to stay friends at least minimally, but they're trying to like get to that. And meanwhile, NC's losing her mind that they're even talking. She's like losing it. She like, and everybody else is like, NC's kind of going crazy about the fact we can all see directly what they're talking about. It's not like anything nefarious is going on. Like, you know, they kind of have some closure, some things to to tie up. And NC, like, tries to give him an ultimatum as he's trying to finish his conversation with Jesenia. And Jesenia's like, you're giving him an ultimatum. That's not fair because she's all like, you either, like, end this conversation and stop giving her validation or there's no future for us. And Jesenia's like, what the fuck? And Andrew's like, bro, let me finish this conversation. Like, I have to, like you know, she deserves the respect of her time and everything too. Like, I'm about to come and get you. Like, chill out. And so, Jasenia ends up going home because she's all like, obviously, there's nothing for me here because me and you are over and I have, you know, there's nobody else for me on the beach. Adios. And like, uh, Andrew had told her how kind of his plan was to go home the next day because he's all like, you know, I'm having a good time with NC, but it's not doing what I need it to do. And so then NC still is like freaking out, comes back out and like is, you know, kind of berating him for leaving her in the middle of some stupid paddleboard game. And um, and like, you know, is she he, drunk? I, I'm guessing. I don't know. But like he's like he's all like, you know, I have to be honest with you, like. I still like because she's all like, why would you do that? Why would you even give her the time or whatever? And he's like, honestly, my heart is somewhere else. And she's like, with who? And he's all like with Teddy. Like, I don't think he's like, you gave me the hope that I could maybe get over Teddy, but it's just not happening. And I like don't want to be dishonest with my feelings and whatever. And then this is where NC makes herself look bad because she like is literally like grabbing onto this man and like holding him, holding his face, grabbing him to like hold her against the railing, which I thought was weird. And like being all like, no, Andrew, no, Andrew, no, Andrew, no. Andrew, stay. Andrew, stay. Andrew, stay. And like, meanwhile, homie is like trying to like pull himself away. Like she's all like pulls him in for a hug. She's like, breathe, breathe. It's going to be okay. And he's all like just sitting there like, and I'm like, bro, homie is trying to go. He's trying to leave. Honestly, like it looks sad and desperate to be begging somebody to stay with you. Like, why would you want to be with somebody that doesn't want to be with you? Someone who literally just told you to your face that they love somebody else. Why would you want that? Yeah, no, I mean, I just think like. Uh, yeah, she just went too hard too fast, and it's at the end, you know? It's, like, really hard to catch feelings, like, at that point. Right. So is, so how do we end this episode? We end this episode by, you know, Andrew leaves, and then Nancy's freaking out, crying, sobbing, and then she leaves. And so we just pretty much end the episode with the dance just going into utter you know everybody's gone everybody like everybody else goes home and they've left and you know it's it's gonna be make or break time next week so um it's funny because like the after credits scene had 
Wells like giving out the awards, like the superlatives to a, an empty dance floor because like everybody had left at that point because of like just how crazy everything ended. But who got what? Um, most likely to get engaged with Serene and Brandon. Uh, drama king and queen were Genevieve and Aaron. Mm-hmm. Um, most likely to rob the ca- cradle was Flo. Strangest couple was Flo and Justin. Um, and king and queen, like normal king and queen, were Danielle and Michael. Okay, nice. So, um, do we have any Bachelor Nation news? Um, no, not that I could really find. It's all good. Um, we'll make this a quick one. Well, you guys, make sure you know you leave a comment or a question or answer one of our questions. Like, would you be with someone that told you to your face that you they can they love someone else? Yeah, leave that in the comments below. <laughs> would you? <Brutal. laughs> would you? Would you? Um, like to be asked to a dance by a, a woman in a Sadie Hawkins style? Sadie Hawkins dance yeah. in my khaki pants. Okay. So, um, I, I, no ones know. I think I know that song. Um, and, uh, yeah, just let us know in the comments below. V, we're going to get into something we like to do around here. I don't know. What is it called? Quick hits. Quick hits. We, we, as I do, I start them off sad. Um, so we had takeoffs funeral here in Atlanta at State Farm Arena this past week. Um, you know, Quavo, Offset, Cardi B, they were all there. Uh, there was people who lined up to spectate outside. Chloe Bailey performed. Justin Bieber performed. I think Drake either performed or did some sort of tribute. Um, definitely, it was an emotional, emotional night for all. Star-studded. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people were there. So, um, rest in peace again to take off. Rest in peace. What else? Um, a other, a couple more sad news. Uh, the guitarist, founding and founding member of the Clash, Keith Levine, died at age sixty-five. Rest in peace. Th- this past week, from uh, he had been suffering from liver cancer, which, but that we don't know if that's cause of his death. Um, and then John Aniston. Uh, dad of Jennifer Aniston, also Day of Our Lives soap legend, um, died this past week at age 89. Um, sad stuff. Uh, but, you know, you know, he's lived a long life. And also rest in peace to him and uh, best wishes to his family. Um, um, it looks like Jay Leno escaped death. He did. Thank God. Uh, he... So Jay Leno is known for having a bunch of cars. He has like a, an extensive car collection. He's like a huge garage and whatever. I've watched like shows on it because um, I like cars. And uh, he got some crazy burns, um, burn injuries and stuff from a gasoline fire. He was working on in one of his cars and I guess some gasoline splattered and ignited and with whatever he was working on and, you know, flames up in his face and everything like that so face and hands so he is recovering so he should um definitely uh be hopefully getting better he was supposed to have an appearance in this week but obviously uh that isn't happening so Damn. Um, um what else we got in the news yeah m rada is you know she's been out on these streets leaving her single life and you know who's also been on these streets living his single life? Who? Pete Davidson. Oh my goodness. 
And this is again ridiculous. This is if anybody, you know, once the second people made jokes and everything, once Emrata was single, getting like, you know, in the process of her divorce separation situation and, you know, Pete was single and people are like, oh, you know. I guess, you know, we know who it is, but they, I guess, Dumois, which is like an online news gossip thing, they said, you know, they had a tip, a blind, that they were seen in Brooklyn on a date, holding hands, canoodling. And then uh, I think Us Weekly reported it as well, that they were, they've been seen or they've been dating or like, you know, been going on some dates. So if it's real... It just it makes too much sense. And it's just like, damn, people. And it's so funny because people are always like, how come like people like how come all these hot girls like Pete Davidson? Well, uh, he's got BDE. Uh, He has a bunch of tattoos and he's funny and he's tall. I don't see where that's lost on people. Does he maybe have butthole eyes a little bit? Yeah, I was going to say he has like butthole eyes. But guess what? You can People get past love buttholes. That. Um, anyways, uh, what else we got? Uh, somebody is actually off the market, which makes me sad, and it's Chris Evans. So, you know, he's newly minted as the sexiest man alive, and it now comes out that he's been supposedly dating his girlfriend, Alba Baptista, Portuguese actress, who's only 25 um for over a year they say uh, half your age plus seven i guess that well that's half what his say. age half your age plus seven okay i guess that works well no because he's 41 so half his age is 20 plus and plus seven. is 27 so, and she's 25 yeah so he doesn't fall into rules but <laughs> Who's, I mean, he's, he's following other rules, but not that rule. I mean, um, well, good for him. I haven't um, been there. You know any, what I mean? So, anything else for quick hits? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, Rain Wilson kind of did a bit of a, a stunt during, like, there's been the different UN, the, the International Climate uh, Change Conferences, and he changed his name everywhere, not legally, to my knowledge, everywhere else. To be rainfall, because his name is Rain with two ends. Rainfall, heat wave, rising sea levels. Wilson, um, to you know, raise awareness for the climate change epidemic. Uh, feels a little feels a little lame to me. Like maybe we could actually do other things besides just changing our names. But whatever. So uh, funny. What made you go yikes this week? Uh, what made me go yikes this week was Nikita Dragon, known social media influencer star. Um, transgender influencer star, etc. cetera. Uh, she was supposedly being kept in a men's prison unit during her hearing and stuff. She, I mean, honestly, what she did was uh, like, she got arrested for assaulting a police officer by throwing water bottles at them and just being general. There's like a lot of like other disturbances, stuff like that. Like her behavior is not a, God, I just threw my mic across the desk. <laughs> her behavior. Whoa. Um, her is this behavior, thing on? 
<laughs> bam, bam. <laughs> Her behavior is not excusable because, like, she's been known recently in social media to just be kind of acting like an idiot in public spaces and whatever and just thinking, like, she'll get away with it. Mm-hmm. But uh, supposedly she was held in a men's prison, which is yikesy, but then they've come back saying that she was held in a separate area and whatever. But, um, because uh, she is trans and had different like LGBTQ support and things like that in the prison while she was being held there. But it does feel a little iffy that she was being, even if anything was being held like in any, you know, unit that wasn't a women's unit, but, um, but yeah, but so Yikes. just kind of crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, well, V, I do have a question for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm hoping you can answer it, but what are you watching? So I finally, I'm like so behind on this new season of love is blind. So I finally have been like really cracking into it. I've had some stuff spoiled for me already, but honestly, because like, you know, I see the ticky talkies, I see like some tweets, but it's actually, I think it's, this is the only way I could really get into watching it this season is like being like, oh, I need to see like what's going on that everybody's talking about because like, I feel like I was starting to get burnt out on Love is Blind. Just like I couldn't even finish the After the Altars from season two because I was like, whatever. But so I feel like I'm finally getting into it and um, I'm excited to hopefully get to what you've watched. Yeah, I watched really? the reunion and I just like, it's like, oh my God, like, it's good. Like, the, what they do with, like, After the Rose, where they show, like, footage of stuff you said and did, and then they show you on the screen, like, in the corner. Yeah. And it's just so cringy. Cringy, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's good. It's good cringe TV. Um, but, uh, but, but wait, wait, wait. Yes. What else have you been watching? Great question. Um, I actually went on a kick of older movies this weekend. I'm just going to go through them really quick. Have you ever seen Blast from the Past with Brendan Fraser? No. He's like this kid that, or like his parents like locked themselves for 35 years in an underground bunker. And then he comes up and he's 35 years old, which is ironic because it was like, I was 35 too, but he comes up and he he sees, and he sees the world like, but he's like, you know, his parents are from like the fifties and stuff. So he's just like very weird when he comes up. Um, Another fifties movie I watch is called Pleasantville. Have you Mm. seen it? I know of it. I haven't seen it. Toby Maguire, very good. Yeah, I know of it. Re- recommend it's... it for sure. Um, I watched the movie My Best Friend's Girl, romantic rom-com with uh, Dane Cook. And um, who was the guy that he was taking? How can I forget this right now? Oh, it's um, Jason. Derulo? No, <laughs> Jason. Um, <laughs> what's his name from American Pie? Biggs? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Jason Biggs? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that and um, and I can uh, Kate Hudson. It's pretty good. It's pretty funny. And then I also watched House on Haunted Hill. Okay. So thank you. Um, let's talk about our slapper of the week, okay? Was I supposed to respond to House on Haunted Hill? It's no. a house on a hill. Not to be confused with um, the haunting of Hill House. No, very different. Um, okay. Slapper of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> Found this song really quick before we started this show. It's called Give You What You Want by Lil TJ. Lil TJ. Our slapper of of the week. Never heard of him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, On Future Bachelor Podcast playlist. I like this song. It's good. It reminds me of like the sped up songs like 
of the 2000s era. Um, but the songs with, that you used to spin as a Deej? Oh, yeah. I still do. I'm going to have to probably, probably have to do a lot more of it. But um, V, do you have any shout outs this week? I wanted to shout out. I have some belated birthday shout outs. I wanted to shout out my friend Kelsey for her birthday, as well as our pal Ray Bebe. It was his birthday this past week, and I totally forgot what we recorded last week. Happy birthday, guys. And belated. Um, I'd like to give some birthday shout outs to the people that came to my surprise party this past weekend, including Ooh. UV um, and Sam for planning it out. It was a great surprise. I had such good fun. And so we were we were the coordinators extraordinaire, and we yes. were so happy you were surprised. We were I very... mean, even if it was just you two, I'd be happy, you know. Um, well, so. thank you. Yeah, I'm happy we I'm happy we were able to surprise you with more than just us, though. Yes. Um. Well, you know, I'm gonna call it on this episode. Uh. You know, I had a long day, like I said earlier, and we're going to do it like that. So, um. You know, next week hopefully I'll bring more energy, but we're getting to the end of here with um, Bachelor yeah. in Paradise. It's coming to a close soon, and we get to go into holiday mode. Um, yes, so, you know, it's been your favorite podcast, Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. I'm Veronica. And we'll see you next week, all right? Deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor Podcast. Podcast.